many of you know for the first time in the show's entire history, Tough is airing on the biggest stage in sports, ESPN. It comes away That's the thing, like, is it a success, like, at all? Well, I think the viewership numbers have been pretty bad. I think they're averaging around, like, 200, 220K views. Yeah. That is lower rated than a lot of other seasons that have been on previously. You've got Conor McGregor, you've got arguably the biggest star in the sport returning to tough. I think, but that's the problem, though, is like, I think they put a lot of stock in, oh, it's going to be a McGregor show. But, like, I think the general sort of popularity and interest in that man has sort of just taken a dramatic fall anyways. You can tell like, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, just getting paid to be there. Yeah, his yeah. guys lose and he's like... Oh. But I think it's been edited and put together by whatever production team really badly. I want to see Chandler coaching or Connor coaching. And all we ever get of them doing that is about 10 seconds of them explaining one technique and then just compilations of guys training with no context. It's just really hard to watch because there's no context for anything you're seeing. It's that mixed in with their home life. The show is so formulaic now that you can tell that they shot this in like two weeks. Dana's wearing the same outfits in, in, in the show and it's like you can tell they have such little time with McGregor to film this. Like he didn't even show up at the weigh-ins. He just had to be there when he had to be there and I feel like that man's so hard to hold down in, into one place. They had to shoot it so fast and I think that, that goes straight into the, the editing and, and the storytelling style of the show. Whereas before I, I would watch the whole thing, I just skip to the end of the fights now. Yeah, there was always like a narrative within an episode. There's no narrative anymore. You just press play, you turn it on, and the episode begins. I don't know if this is McGregor's thing or the way it's been edited, but he just teaches the same thing every week. Uh, an overhand, le leaning off to the left, or you do an uppercut. Okay, maybe that one session they were training striking, and like the way it's edited and the way it's shot is like that's all they have to work with. But if you go on ESPN's Twitter, they have way more interesting clips than the whole show. They show little behind the scenes where McGregor is actually breaking down analysis of fights and he's talking to Stephen Monboy Thompson and he's having a little heart to heart with one of his guys and it's like the clips online are way better than anything in the show. Do you feel like maybe the style of TV nowadays has moved on from that like big brother outrageous we're getting drunk in the house and we're fighting and chucking shit in the pool the expectation within the sport is different no one's really doing that anymore they're way more professional which is a shame because like you have this opportunity statistically i think you got more eyes on you in the tough season especially if it's conor mcgregor and you have an opportunity to make a name for yourself do something talk some trash do something entertaining it's a sport that you need to be entertaining in if you contrast it with the last season with uh, uriah on it as well like the amount of shit that went down we're still talking about those clips nowadays because they're like how funny and how outrageous yeah. they were you know garbrandt getting involved tj getting involved the uriah connor challenge before was them going in helicopters dropping watermelons onto targets this time it was in an ice tub with the easiest trivia questions you could ever answer just pointlessly and that ended up them being in a tub for 30 to 40 minutes probably damaging their internal organs do you think like it's condescending to fans do you think like a season like yeah. this is condescending and like using the tough name we need some fucking content what have we got i don't know tough 30 it's a more distant mcgregor than we've ever seen and a terrible uh idea for a show prospects versus veterans it's just every veteran one it's just stupid. Some of the prospects were like 37. How is a prospect 37 years old? At the end of the day, if these prospects were really good, I feel like they would have put them on the contender series. Yeah. I think the contender series is the 
best show you can get on. I think it's yeah. better than the tough. Tough almost feels like a punishment. It's like a chore. It's like we could give you a contract, but if you beat all these guys in a really intense environment where now also you're going against veterans. It's like well. Kimbo. Because Dana White said, okay, let's see him go through tough because I'm not just going to put him on a UFC show. I think the Contender Series is, is, first of all, it's fantastic. I love the Contender Series. Like, give us five fights in 90 minutes with none of the other bullshit. And I think it's a great platform. So many stars have come off the Contender Series. I think that is what they should do for any of their big potential stars coming in. But there's not like the big arena fucking, it's all on the fighters, isn't it? It's like very focused in. You hear their story beforehand and then they come into the ring and they fight and then you get like a sugar show moment or something like that. I think that five fights in one night, those 10 people have a chance to really show off who they are. That's good because the stakes and the like the gratification are immediate. Tonight, people will get UFC contracts. They get one chance, and at the end of the show, the payoff is already happening. Wherever it's tough, it's like, you got to wait 12 weeks for the payoff of who gets the prize. So what's the point of tough? There is no point of tough anymore. I think that's the reality. The point of tough would be if you had some really entertaining guys or a really fun concept. Like, I think one of the best tough seasons was the one where they brought a champion from every single promotion at 125 pounds and made them fight each other. Amazing season. Why don't they just do that? Here's all the 145 champions from outside the UFC. They've all got belts. And just make them fight. A really unique idea like that would be the only way Tough carries on going. I think with Tough, it's just it's the it's an era gone by. The the thing people liked was all the shit in the house, all the people outrageous things people would do and say, and all the pranks and stuff like that. Dana and the UFC want it to be a sport. They want it to be a professional sport with athletes who carry themselves in a certain way and then perform in a certain way. They don't want guys who are getting drunk and and like asking his mate to knock him out because he can't knock him out. Like Tough can still be good it's just like you can look at the people in this season and none of them are particularly interesting slash entertaining jason knight's probably the most interesting guy there and he's not the crazy mississippi mean kid that was talking yeah and like let's be honest like he that's a man who lives and breathes bare knuckle yeah i don't want to see him fighting the ufc i want to fucking see him fighting bare knuckle that man is where he belongs like don't try and bring him back into the ufc there's definitely some guys you could get and put in tough and you don't have to have them do crazy pranks in the house like you know there's like stuff that happens in the gym that's fun to watch even if it's kind of like the Diego Brandao situation where they kind of get into it and like you know he's like my mommy's gonna cry before his mommy's gonna cry and just being asked to say pack it in like oh, that is so uh, funny ma- and also I'm, I see the point you make about them not wanting it to seem unprofessional but it's like well then tell that to like Sean Strickland do the UFC want to appeal to a bunch of sort of 18 to 35 year olds that want to watch Forrest Griffin pretend he's a monkey or do you want to appeal to a wider audience it's maybe like a more broader way of getting acceptance you know because people can, can relate to hardships and, and persevering through tough times to achieve what you want to do and take away like oh these are dudes these are animals like fighting in the cage they're like hurting each other that's the whole point of tough from day one was to humanize yeah. the athletes yeah. and then that's how people connected with them and then that's why the sport blew up again everyone they all got humanized people could relate to the fighters all of a sudden i'm gonna tell you this it was a huge huge fucking clusterfuck by the production team that that shot this thing completely fucking irresponsible should we take a quick second here and just say thank you to our sponsor every single week howl ahead if it wasn't for howl ahead we wouldn't be able to produce these shows twice yeah, a week it's true. so obviously they're a huge help to us creating a huge help for being in this office and doing things that we do so big shout out to howl ahead for being the boys if you want to get your own howl ahead alex yeah. Where do we get it? Larger Tesco's, Amazon, Maastricht Mall, any of those three places. Get yourself a bottle. We have it during the Fight Companions. It's here for the podcast as well. So thank you again for sponsoring, guys. That that first season, it, it was unbelievable. Everything about season one, probably the most special to me. 
So why don't you think that this season and the last few seasons are nowhere near as polarizing as like the original one? It sounds a bit broad, but I think it's just resting on their laurels a bit. I think they're like, we've got McGregor. Everyone loves him. No, we got tough. Everyone loved tough, didn't they? And it's like, we just do the easiest fucking lame, low effort product. And like, they don't do any like games anymore, really. No, no, that was great. The first couple of seasons. We were looking at the other day when fucking Bisbing, he gets the the money and then he slips and bangs it. And everyone's like, what the fuck? But yeah, it's like they do the coaches challenge, but like Alex was saying, it's like a fucking ice bath. Why do the coaches get paid? Connor was like, got 10 grand in this pocket, 10 grand in here. It was like, you just a penis. Like you yeah. have more than 10 grand. Like you don't need it. And then it. you got Jason Knight here with his fucking scar Yeah, his face issue. falling out. And it's just like McGregor's like a multi, multi hundred dollar millionaire. Yeah, and then yeah. he says the rich keep getting richer anyway. Yeah, and it's like, it's give it to your guys maybe. Yeah. You know, they've just fucking, some guys have lost and yeah. now just have to go back to their day jobs. I think ultimately for me, the reason that it's not working anymore is they're not getting the right people in. They're like, the fighters aren't interesting. They either aren't positioned to be the next top prospect or the next big thing. The concept for this, this season, I think, was great if you're going to bring veterans back like some veterans who actually have a chance do you know what would be sick actually what would be a great idea for a tough people have never fought before <laughs> celebrity tough celebrity tough that'd Bra- be great Bradley Martin's the red team Bradley Martin <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that would honestly be great and then, yeah. and then you got... get the training where they're actually training and, and, and leave the contender series to the actual fucking contenders the yeah. people that can fight but make a reality show the dumb shit that it's supposed to be yeah. I know obviously this is looking back with rose tinted glasses and nostalgia of those first few seasons but when you do look back at those first few seasons when you look back at the co- who the coaches were the fact that you did have people like Forrest Griffin Chris Lieben even people like Bobby Southworth he has a great moment there with like Dana it's like I don't need a pep talk from you Dana I don't need that and then and Dana's just like you're gonna get it you're gonna get it and look, so I'm not trying to like the fact that like Dana at that point to those men probably wasn't the be all end all don't cross the boss kind of guy and they could talk back to that fucking guy what is it about those personalities those people back then that were allowed to become the people that they became forrest griffin was one of if not the biggest stars in like 2006 just for what he did in that season we were heartbroken when fucking forrest griffin lost to keith jardine you know and then when he came back and he beat shogun hua he was a sacrificial lamb against shogun hua and the fact that he beat him in a with 10 seconds 20 seconds to go with a rear naked choke and the fact that he did get to that title and he did beat rampage jackson was unbelievable there hasn't really been that kind of star that's had that exposure to do that as well but we don't get that kind of story anymore because the ufc aren't integrating it into into making that guy by the way if you don't know you can click the join button down below and become a member of this channel and you get a bunch of stuff including the full uncut unedited version of this which is a bit dangerous to be honest yeah it is we say some stupid we stuff we say some stupid stuff and that is available on any level of membership oh yeah right? that's true yeah 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 so just... so you, you could yeah you can choose the first tier and you've got half an hour twice a week twice a week yeah of the boys just having a bit of a nice chat eh a lot of people have said they wanted the full length version of this yeah so and yeah. we say membership mate it's going up. It's going up fast. It actually is. What, price-wise? No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just saying. What are you, triple the membership recently? I yeah. think it's because people want this kind of stuff and yeah. the other stuff that's on there as well. So, And also, you know, the fact that you do get to watch that 30 minutes and there is a lot more of a tighter community there as well. So your voice is really heard in those... Uh, 
in those vid- for those videos as well. And you get a free T-shirt. There's no T-shirt. There's no cut that no T-shirt. Yeah. But more, what, more importantly, what Alex does do, every week, you, Tommy and Jason, you guys all talk in a writer's meeting, don't you? Oh, and yeah. it's literally where these guys make the lists. Yeah. So you can come in the chat and you can talk to these guys. You can have an entry in your own list. That's true. Yeah, you can. If, you, wa- if you wanted to suggest, I don't know, top 10 times that fighters would too short to then fight no, the, the that other wouldn't piece. work okay. if you're interested in short fighters the, thing, look, the longer the shorter it is a lot of you talk a lot of shit about me okay and why don't you come in the writers meeting and back it up yeah yeah alright per- there is actually a belt here for our members is. by the way as well I'm you a get blue a belt, belt. The, yeah Luke's a blue belt the longer that you're with us as a member the, the higher your belt grade goes up so at the end of the year you could be a black belt I'm just saying yeah